Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. I'm thrilled that you have come back for another episode. And today I have Eva Rodriguez as my guest, and she's incredible. I'm going to give you a little bit of background and give her an intro that she deserves before I bring her on. So let's just dive right in, shall we? So Eva Rodriguez uh, had lost her son's father to a car accident and then her mother to cancer the year after. Eva Rodriguez didn't have the tools to deal with the back-to-back loss and grief. So instead, Eva turned to overeating, over-drinking, and overworking rather than dealing with the pain that came from her loss. We can all agree that we all deal with stress in different ways. And so we can probably all relate to that. It was only until she saw far too many similarities in herself to her late mother, the chronic stress, anxiety attacks, and deep-rooted unhappiness that Eva decided to make a change because her son deserved a healthy, happy mom. As a single mom, Eva struggled with managing her guilt and feelings of not being enough. But through her healing journey, Eva discovered the key to transformation that it all starts with loving yourself. Isn't that right, guys? This is why Eva is so adamant about teaching self-love as a holistic health and wealth weight loss coach and spreading the message that losing weight isn't just about calories in and calories out and exercising. Losing weight is about unlearning damaging behaviors and fixing your relationships with food and yourself. Since then, she has been on a mission to encourage and empower her fellow boss ladies by helping them shed those pounds the uncomplicated way, all while loving themselves. Eva embodies that every mission and everything that she does as a holistic health and weight loss coach and the host of Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast, a podcast for the busy boss woman who has always prioritized motherhood, business, and life over her own health, but is ready to make some simple yet powerful changes. Please welcome Eva to the show. Hello. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. There's so many things from your bio that I want to dive into, um, being a health and wellness coach myself and Mm -hmm. also the calorie in calorie out all those things. Uh, but before we do, let's ask a quick icebreaker and then we'll get us a little bit of background about, you know, where you're from and lots of fun things. So question is what is your favorite cookie or cookie memory? I love this question. So my favorite cookie is definitely oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. So I like to have both the oatmeal and the chocolate chip. And my favorite story is actually, um, it reminds me a lot of my mom, um, because when I was, after I had my son 10 years ago, I had a hard time nursing. So I ended up running out of milk and I found out there were these lactation cookies that um, were a thing. And so my mom would bake them for me like once a week, she'd bake a huge batch of these lactation cookies for me. And I would just sit and eat <laughs> eat all of these cookies. I was like, well, it's helping me with my milk production. So it's okay. So I was stuff. I was like a cookie monster, like literally stuffing myself with these lactation cookies. I think they had some uh, brewer's yeast or something in it, which is, Oh yeah. That will help stimulate it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that helped me a little bit, maybe for like an an additional, like two months of nursing after that, but then I completely had to stop, which made me sad, but, um, but that's always, always a memory that I have. She'd be like, do you want cookies? I'm like, sure. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, hey, that's amazing. You just never know what will help. You know, they make those things like we all are not blessed with the art of breastfeeding. And so that's that's awesome. Yeah, breastfeeding was hard. <laughs> it is hard. I always say that you got to get through like two weeks. Like if yes. you can make it two weeks, then I think like you could really muscle through at least a little bit of it. I mean, however mm -hmm. long you want to do it, that's that's individual choice. But two right. weeks, I think. Like yes, agree. <laughs> rough it up, just get through. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so you're a mom, you're a single mom. Yeah. And and how many kids do you have? How old? All the things. Yeah. So I have one son. His name is Christian. He's 10. He is a little baseball superstar. So um, he does travel baseball. And so I'm a baseball mom as well. So um, it's literally 10 months out of the year. It is baseball. It's only like literally from November and December, they take a break and then it's winter break. It's, it's winter practice. And then it's literally traveling to all over the, all over the, the tri-state. So I live in Maryland. So Maryland, DC and Virginia, we're always every weekend going tri-state, going all of these places, all of these games. So that's another element of having a very busy child with extracurricular activities. And he's so committed and so competitive with it. that It's like baseball is life. So, yes. so my life revolves around his baseball schedule. Sure. Sure. I mean, that's how it works. And he's 10. So he's just now getting into the select side of things. He's been in travel for two years, so he's always been a little bit more advanced. So he plays up, so he plays with um, okay. 11 year olds right now. And so he's been doing that for two years. And so, um, but ever, he's been playing since he was four. And I knew, I saw that in him. It's like, this is gonna be his thing. And I wanted to really nurture that. And I think it's so important for kids to have a, an anchor or something that like get, keeps them out of trouble and also yeah. kind of keeps them like, I can always hold that over his head. Like if he gets in trouble, I'm like, I will take you out of the team. <laughs> yes, I actually used that the other day on my eight year old because he's yes. just starting flag football this weekend okay. and i'm like they're not going to want you on the team if you're going to be like that like exactly. you know all those things and um i'm just starting to get into the extracurriculars like my youngest <laughs> is four my oldest is eight and i have a six-year-old right there wedge in the middle i'm just trying to decide like what they're going to do, how much time I'm going to have to be able to juggle three. Mm -hmm. And my youngest is definitely my athlete. And so I want to get him into baseball, but I do know that there's certain, I think every sport worth doing is going to be a commitment. I mean, I played oh, soccer. Yeah. I was competitive, I played mm -hmm. through college and, uh, I was at soccer games and tournaments every weekend practices multiple times a week. Like it yes. was, it's a commitment for parents oh, as well. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, you know, it really good is for you, really mama. Is. Thank you. <laughs> it'll it'll serve him well, right? Right. Yes. On. I always say when he makes it to the majors, he can buy me my Bentley and my mansion. <laughs> it'll, all be worth, it'll all be worth all of this. <laughs> right. And he'll always appreciate you taking him, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you are a health and wellness coach. So yes. I think it would also be super helpful consistently with my clients in the health and wellness space. Uh, they're always on the go. They're always trying to find time for them and typically as moms, like we lose or we put ourselves last or we keep pushing us down, right? The, mm -hmm. the, the list. And I have a big fan of making time and scheduling it for you and being an example for your kids too, on like self-care and time to, for you is very important to model that as well and to know yes. boundaries. So you help women do this with through health and wellness as well, right? And yeah. losing weight. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little absolutely. bit more. We, we heard a little bit about your backstory and your bio. And so let's just dive in. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, about three years ago, I found myself as I was working a, a corporate job in HR and I was working probably 60 hours a week. My commute was two hours each way because it's the DC area. 
traffic's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, as you know, because you also live in Metropolitan, so traffic's crazy. And um, and I was miserable. I was so, so miserable. And I wasn't taking care of myself. I was definitely wasn't prioritizing myself. I didn't know anything about self-care, self-love, none of these things. This is before I became a health coach. And um, and I was just so unhappy. And I think what, what was happening for me was I was overworking and you mentioned it in the bio as well. You know, I'd lost my son's father and then my mom back to back. So there was this grief that sure. was kind of building up on me, but I didn't have the tools to, um, to navigate through that. I just didn't know. So I just thought if I stay busy, I don't have to feel it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to feel the pain. Um, I don't have time to cry, you know, so I was a bit big on that. I was like, I just have to go and be strong and make money and take care of my family. And, um, I was burning myself I was overworking, overeating, overdrinking, definitely wasn't eating the right foods or working out or anything like that. And then one day I was in my office and I passed out. And that is like that moment for me. I think sometimes we have to literally hit something, literally yeah. hit the bottom of something. I hit the floor. Um, literally <laughs> hit something. And um, for, for it to jolt you and just, you start to realize, wait a minute, something has to change. And for me, that was the moment in my life where I thought, I could literally die right now because of how stressed and how overwhelmed, how I'm not prioritizing myself. And that would be the biggest disservice for my baby, for my son, because he's lost so much in such a short period of his life. And that was the moment for me that just like got me out of it. And I said, I have to change something. Like I can't keep working myself, you know, t- to the bone and I can't keep not being home with him and I can't keep doing this. And so I started to think back to my mom's side of cancer. And I know that cancer, a lot of cancers um, come from stress, just stress manifesting in your body. And, um, and just like also not eating the right foods because she didn't know better. She comes from a different culture and generation. And I started thinking about her and I said, I could be going right, right down her path, right? Doing the same thing she's doing because she was always high stress, lots of anxiety, very depressed, undiagnosed, all of these things. And so I said to myself, my son deserves better. He's, he deserves better. He deserves a, a strong, healthy, happy, grounded mom. Mm. Um, I want to model for him what happiness and health look like. And I'm not a good model for him right now. I have got to change. So um, as I'm laying on the floor and there's paramedics talking to me and I was just thinking of my son, I said, I'm going to stop. I need to do something. And that's what that was like the very beginning of my journey to like transforming my health. And the way I started was it was really a very selfish thing for me. I said, I just want to get healthy and I have no idea how. So I started researching and I found um, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is where I got certified. And it was literally only for me to learn for me. I said, I just want to learn what healthy is. I want to learn holistic health. I want to learn, you know, what are, what are the right foods? What, what should I be doing? But just for me, because I still had my, my, my day, my daytime job. And as I got into the program, I started learning and all of this mind, body, spirit connection. And all of that just felt like, it's like my eyes opened for the first time. And I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so much, and there's so much like intricacy and there's also like how mind body and spirit are very much like you can't do one without the other we can try you know like you can try to okay i'll just start running right running three miles a day sure but if like your mind and your spirit and everything else is not connected you still won't ever um find that balance and for me just approaching it in that holistic way just like felt right so i started learning all these things and then i realized oh my gosh I didn't know any of this. So I'm assuming there's a lot of other women just like me who are busy moms, who have jobs and careers and businesses and all of these things who are also working themselves, you know, down to the bone and who also don't even know the first thing about self-care because we think that self-care is like, oh, 
oh, Manny Petty, facial. Yes, that's what they think is self care. And, <laughs> right, and, and that's what I not. also thought too. And mm -hmm. yes, it could be. Right, right. But it's also so much more than that. So much more. It's also just internal, just like taking care of you. It's also taking that moment to breathe, right? Because it's like sometimes you don't, you go through the day, you're not even, you're just shallowly breathing, right? You don't even take a, a deep breath throughout the day. And it, that is also self care, right? So I started learning yes. these things about just like, just like the small things that can add up to big things. And that, that's when I really got like obsessive with it. I was like, I'm learning all these things that I want to share. How can I help other women? And that was like the start for me of my coaching business. And I went and got all these other certifications. So I was like, oh, what else can I learn? Like, what more can I do? So I became a personal trainer and a Reiki practitioner and EFT and mindfulness and all of these things. But wow. all of it comes together for me because again, this is the mind, body, spirit connection is so important for me because when one is out of whack, everything else kind of gets affected. So I, I, the way I approached my health was very much holistic. And then that's how I ended up. I was always an emotional eater. So I would eat when I was stressed, I would eat when I was upset, I would eat when I was anxious because I didn't want to feel. And so um, that was the first step for me and just like understanding that, um, that I was an emotional eater and that my relationship with, with food had always been very complicated. Mm -hmm. And so I started healing that. And then I also started, um, as I started healing my relationship with food, I started learning self-love, um, which is a whole, you know, like forgiveness that, on it's okay right. to do this. It's like without exactly. guilt, because a lot without of people will eat, like, especially we just mm -hmm. got done with the holidays because yep. uh, at the time of this recording is in January. And so it's, you know, you feel so bad and that's why people reset in January and then they fall off because they mm -hmm. didn't do the work or they weren't really ready. They're just doing it yes. because it's convenient and, or like, it's like what, what's to do, right? Yes. Yeah. You have to prepare exactly. yourself to make the change, right? Yes. You have to make it habit. You have to really be mindful about it. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's so important to, to, to approach any transformation, weight loss or anything else, health in general, in a holistic way, because yes, we see a lot of people with their New Year's resolutions. I'm going to start working out, right? And they're like, I'm going to do it. And they burn out in three weeks. They, like, yeah, because if you go to zero, later, from zero yes. to working out four times a week, like, yep. that's ridiculous because exactly. it, it's not sustainable. I shouldn't say it's ridiculous. It's not sustainable and it'll oh. fall off. And then, then what? You yeah, have to ease yeah. in, you have to make it a habit. And, you know, just like James Clear, like with Atomic Habits, that book, like mm -hmm. habit yes. stacking, you just stacking. Uh -huh. you stack it and you ease into it. And it's, it's not a marathon. It's, or it's a race. It's, wait, hold on. It's not a race. It's a marathon, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you have to go slowly because I feel like when you ease into something and you're actually learning about it, you can apply mm -hmm. it correctly instead yes. of just jumping in and being like, this isn't working and then give up. Right, right. It's that all or nothing that a lot of us do because it's like the sure. diet industry in general. I think that's what it that's what it it hinges on. It's like do it all now, like you know, start with everything and just like blow up your diet and blow up your exercise and blow it all up. And then you realize, wait, this is way too complicated. This yeah. is too hard. I can't do it all. It's too much. You get overwhelmed, and then we quit. Then it's like it's too much. I can't do it. And that's what I I always want to teach women when I whenever I talk to someone. It's like it doesn't have to be this huge complete overhaul if you want to start getting healthy, it's little steps, the small wins, like doing little things here at a time. And also intrinsically 
being loving and patient with yourself and giving yourself grace, especially if you're doing something you've never done before yes. or something that you've never um, been able to finish before. Because a lot of us have started trying to lose weight or trying to, I mean, I went up and down 20 pounds for like 20 years, right? Because mm. of my emotional eating. And for me, the, the, the moment I was finally able to stop the yo-yo and to stop going up and down, up and down was when I realized that I had, it had to start from within. It had nothing to do with what I was eating. It had nothing to do with going to the gym. I had to start with my relationship with myself first and that's a hard one for a lot of us because it's like that's sometimes you got to look in it's like looking in the mirror and you don't always like what you see because it's, just it's like, also oh, american culture like you're not supposed to really feel you're supposed to just muscle through be strong like that's what we're all ingrained with especially i think with our you know our age and are coming from parents from their generation that was their so they pass it down and so then yes. we that's what we learn yep. and so trying to re shape that is very difficult. I mean, I know that I have, like, I just muscle through too. And you just kind of just go, go, go. I wasn't yes. sleeping at one point when I was making my change. Like I was going days without sleeping. Mm. Sleep is like sleep deprivation is the worst because then you just make terrible decisions. You're snippy, you're short with, you know, your children or your spouse. And so just trying to figure out what that is. And then I took the step of just like something needs to change and you make the gradual changes. And then you start seeing it gradually, you, like with what, what weight loss and you might not see it physically yet as in like your pants. Like mm -hmm. for me, when I started like intermittent fasting and all those things, the first thing I noticed is I wasn't waking up at three o'clock every single morning. Mm -hmm. I slept through the night. So right. looking at things like that are helpful to gain gauge your pro progress yes. as well, because yes. we're all so focused on scale and focused on okay, if I eat this many calories, I got to burn this many calories, like when I'm exercising, you know, no carbs and you know, all those things. Right. Absolutely. So when you're coaching your clients, and I know a lot of moms and a lot of listeners and a lot of my clients, they can't find the time, or that's one of the things like, I don't have time to eat healthy. I just grab what's closest or they'll make an excuse like, well, I can't fit my workout in because X, Y, Z. So how mm -hmm. do you navigate that with your clients? Yeah, that's a great question because I hear it all the time. It's like, I'm too busy. There's not enough hours in the day. And it's just like, I, I get it because I used to be the same exact way. And I, for, for me, I always say, you know, trial and error is how I teach. It's like, I've tried it. If it doesn't work for me, it might work for you. But I always say like, this is what worked for me. Time management for me has always been a huge struggle yes. because it just is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's you know, someone people a lot try of to people, be like, a lot, yeah. a lot struggle with that. It's a very common I would not be in business if I didn't like help people yeah, exactly. with time management. <laughs> Like, so it is exactly. a thing. <laughs> it is hard because yeah, it's like, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. Like, sure. Yes. However, we all have different responsibilities and priorities and all of these other things. But I think what's, what it comes down for it for me has been, this was like a game changer when I, when I finally grasped this whole thing and it was a matter of being very intentional with your schedule and committing and like honoring your commitments oh, and yes. even to yourself. And I think that that's the, the, the clicking one for, for a lot of moms, especially it's like, yes, like my son has to be at baseball practice at five o'clock. We will be there on time. But if I schedule 
schedule something for me. It's like, well, you know, it's okay. And there's, you know, maybe I can move it around. It's making that shift of it's just as important, like my time and my me time or my exercise time or time to go take a walk around the block or time to sit down and actually have a meal, like sit so down eating and on the go and not like yes. eating while you're walking, right? Yes. Sitting eating down in the car or eating at the refrigerator, eating while you cook, you know, instead of doing that, but actually sitting down and saying, these things are important for me. And in order for me to get to the goals that I have, I have to honor my commitment to myself. And that means scheduling that me time for myself. That even if it's, it doesn't have to be like luxurious, like, oh, a spa. Five minutes even. Yeah, Start with five, five minutes. minutes. Go take exactly. a walk outside for five minutes. Yes. And literally putting that in my calendar has yes. been a game changer for me where it's literally, it's literally like, I'm going to go take a 20 minute walk at 2.30 today putting that in the calendar and treating it just as if it were a doctor's appointment, uh, my, my son's practice or a, a client call, treating it just as important because you are just as important. And yes. that is what we have to always remind ourselves of. And that's where the self-love and self-care and all of that comes in. It's like, you are just as important as everyone else in your life because they need you to be at your best. And once you make that shift in your mind of just like, it doesn't have to be a whole lot, but it's just like, this is, let me block out 20 minutes of just me. Even if it's, if you have to block out your shower time, right? If you're that busy where it's just like doing that, but also what I've noticed, and I'm sure you know this as well, since you teach this as well, it's like, when you become more intentional with your schedule, you start finding more time. All of a sudden you're not, right? You're not like floating in the wind, like, oh, no. what should I do now? Or, or let me just go do this. It's like, no, now is, now is laundry time. I'm going to do laundry right now. Or now is, you know, so it's like you start to find pockets of time where it's just like, oh, actually, maybe I'm not as busy as I thought because I have. Or you can consolidate it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I always tell my clients to track what they do, literally everything from how much time they're spending in their email, from how much time they're folding laundry and seeing where you can either group things together or yes. shorten your time, or maybe move it to a different time to make it more efficient. Yeah. So looking at it on paper is huge mm -hmm. and tracking and seeing. And then, like you said, with the schedule, like scheduling it, like it's a doctor's appointment. Like you're not yes. going to probably miss a doctor's appointment mm -hmm. because they might charge you or, right. you know, you, it took you six months to get that. So you're not <laughs> yes. going to, you know, cancel that. So right. making the appointment for you needs to be treated as such as well. And so yes. putting it like, no, that's, that's a non negotiable for me. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I always tell, you know, when I, when I'm teaching time management and just like how to, how to fit in time for working out or for cooking or eating healthy or whatever. It's always, I, my approach is always, it can't be complicated or I won't do it. This is why I, I name my podcast uncomplicated weight loss. Cause if it's complicated, I'm not going to get it. No done. one does. No one wants complicated. No one does. But people always, I think we have this because of the way like society has us ingrained, like you must always do like the most at the same time, always, and just always be overwhelmed. And it's like, no, when you're overwhelmed, you're not showing up as your best, right? So let's simplify right. it. Let's, let's break it down to doable, doable things. Even if you want to start, I don't know, if you've never worked out before and you want to start working out, like you said earlier, like don't all of a sudden say, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week and I'm going to be there for two hours. Yeah. No, because no. that's not like you will either get hurt or you will burn out. Yes. Or, especially. And that's the big thing is getting hurt. If you don't know what you're doing, mm -hmm. then you really like, yes. you have to ask for help. You have to, it, it's super important. It drives me crazy when I go to the gym and I see terrible form and I just want to walk up to them. And a part of me is like, it's none of my business. 
Yes. Like they're in their zone. They look very intimidating. I don't know if they're really going to want me to tell them, but at the same time, I always feel like as a personal trainer, like, like I really want to go over there and correct it because you're going to get hurt. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt somebody else. Possibly you could mm-hmm. fling that thing somewhere, <laughs> you know, I don't know anything. And so when you, you just really want to make sure that if you are going to start anything new that you mm-hmm. have to do your research, you have to talk to somebody, Absolutely. whether that be for new in nutrition as well, mm-hmm. because a lot of us have issues that maybe we don't know about their sensitivities. Right. That's why you probably, you know, for us, we take out gluten and dairy and then we add it back in because mm-hmm. you might have a sensitivity to it that you didn't know about, but right. you don't want to deplete yourself real quick. What if you have low blood sugar and mm-hmm. you're now, you know, going on a diet, then you pass yeah. out. Exactly. So you have to be able to know exactly what you're doing. If you, especially if you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I see that so much as well, where it's like someone will find something like on the internet or the newest fad or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. I'm going to try this or, or my friend did that. Did it, what, she lost 20 pounds. Great. Like, Your friend and you are not the same people. We are bio individual and we all have different, everything, different hormones, different makeups, everything else. So you, ha- so it's, it's so important for when you're starting anything, it's just important to, yes, do your research, go to the doctor. I always, that's the other thing I tell everyone. Always. And it's like, you have got to not skip your yearly physicals and your exam. Like your, I just got my blood work done. Um, like I always do at the end of the year. I just got mine. You just reminded back. me. I got to schedule they, mine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, right? Especially it is as important. We get, as we get older, our hormones start to change and all of that. And that starts to change how our body metabolizes food. So if you're over here trying some random diet you found on Pinterest because your friend <laughs> told you it works, it might really mess you up, right? So it's like, these are the things where, um, and I used to be that girl. So that's why now now I'm just so adamant about like, no, let's be educated. I don't subscribe to any particular like diet or anything for me. It's more so intuitive. Lifestyle. But I it's love lifestyle. Yeah. It's, it's, it has to be something I can do forever because when I was trying to lose weight, when I was trying to lose those 20 pounds and it kept going up and down, up and down it's because I was jumping on every bandwagon. I was jumping on every new fad and, and Lord so, knows what it was doing to me. <laughs> and it's right. Of course. And it's so common. Like I have friends that jump on this one program and I'm sure it's still popular, but after after those 30 days, they would mm-hmm. have a go and grab like an alcohol beverage. And they're like, yes. oh, well, we just finished this, you know, 30 day thing. And I'm like, so you're just going to go back right, to what right. you were doing before. <laughs> like, I get that maybe you want to work it back in, mm-hmm. but it's not like, oh, it's over and right. I'm done. Like, yeah. you're just going to gain it right back. It, and so exactly. you have to make the lifestyle shift. Yes. Yeah. And so something like that, when you have like a limit, it's like, well, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. ah. no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's very common. I mean, yes, and, yes. and, you know, I got off my track. I'm back on mine now. And, you know, I'm resetting like most of us do at the beginning of the year and, mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but I have a question about your credentials because they are impressive. You have a bachelor of science in marketing. You're a certified integrative nutrition, holistic health coach. You're a personal trainer, emotional freedom technique practitioner, Reiki practitioner, and mindfulness and meditation coach. So you went from 60 hours for working in a week, and now you're your own boss uh, professionally and yeah. personally. And so that's a lot of stuff. Like, good yes. for you. Like, <laughs> pat on your back. That's amazing. So you're very, very knowledgeable. So how did you make that shift if someone were like, cause most of us don't want to go work for someone else. We want to work for ourselves or, you know, we don't know how. So mm-hmm. that's a little bit more. Yeah, it was, um, it was definitely, um, 
it's definitely been a journey for me. So for me, when, once I really got, once I fell in love with health and wellness, I just wanted to learn more. So like, so I, I went and got all these certifications. I was like, I want all the certifications. Want it I want all. to understand it all. I want it all. But now you have and to keep them up. Do you keep them up yeah, and like you do all I your do. CCs I, and things? Yes, I have to do all of that. That's a lot. Of, I didn't think that part through. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part I didn't think about. I was like, oh man, I got to keep going with this. But, um, and I'm also in right now in, in practicum for the life coach school. So I'll be a life coach in a few months as well. So I'm, I'm doing way too much, but I love it because I love to learn and yeah. I love to, um, for me, it's always, I, I had this thing, and this is like a, a small insecurity of mine where when I first started coaching people, I was afraid that they would bring something to me that I didn't know how to answer. And that was like a limiting belief for me that I had to really work through. So I think that's, that was also what pushed me to get a lot of other certifications. It was just like, well, I don't want to give fitness advice if I'm not a right. certified personal trainer because again like you said earlier people can get really seriously injured if you're telling them to do the wrong thing so i, just, I don't ever want to have or that you're showing it online and yes. you can see bad form and people oh are just gosh. posting their things it's like <laughs> yes. that's great but don't be giving them advice if you're not right. certified because that's a whole nother ball yes. of wax right there absolutely and those were the things that in the back of my mind i always wanted to be very responsible and so my background is in human resources so i think also like compliance is yeah you're probably the thinking the I'm same like, thing because that's <laughs> like i don't want to get sued i don't want to be held responsible for your actions right, if right. i don't know like why am i going to do this if i'm not an expert yes. in math Right? Exactly. 100%. So all of all of that in the back of my mind, I was like, I just want to make sure that I know I'm teaching the right way and I'm and I'm guiding people in the right way because I've had bad advice before too. You know, I, I think you know a personal trainer technically shouldn't give you nutrition advice, but I had one that told me like you should do keto, and I was like, okay, you know, because I didn't know any better back then, right? So right. these were the things right for me where I was like, I want to make sure that I know um, that I'm educated and I'm also giving people the right information, and also just as I started healing all of my like traumas and wounds and all these things that I didn't even know I needed to heal. I started learning these different modalities. So meditation was a big one for me. Um, mindfulness was a big one for me. EFT was so big for me as well. And I, as I was learning them and doing them, I just became like in love with them. I was like, I want to learn how to teach others. So for me, it's been this whole part of my transformation journey has also been, I want to just like pay it forward. And I know that there are other women that are just like me who are either single moms or just busy moms. Like we're all busy because we have children, we're all busy. Children, you know, right. right. Um, and, and, and we just, we, we just want to be the best for them. And we forget that in order to be the best for them, we have to be the best first. hundred percent. You show up for yourself because if you're, yes. if you're not good, they're not good. They're, they're also not. seeing you not good. They, mm -hmm. You and they pick are up just on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it, I mean, kids are super intuitive. They yes. watch everything you do. I've learned this, mm -hmm. especially recently. I've got the three and yeah. even like this morning, like I was working out my son, my four-year-old was like, did you have a good workout mom? I was oh. like, you know, like asking <laughs> me and he's like, oh, you're working out. Like he's seeing it. My daughter would like pick out, like take out the laptop and put it there and just pretend to stretch. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh. He's like, I'm going to go work out. So oh, they watch adorable. you. I've never told or said anything. That's just how I do it. I do it off my laptop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's super important to show that you're making steps to be your yes. best. Mm -hmm. So they understand that your value yourself and you have some self-worth too yes, when they yes. understand what that is later. Absolutely. And those were all the things that were so important for me. And in the back of my mind, you know, my why is my son, obviously, and just like being the best example for him, being the strongest example for him, the, the, the healthiest, happiest person that I can be. And so all of these different modalities that I would learn, I was like, wow, this has been life-changing. I want to be able to teach other people how to do these things. So that was like the, um, 
the impetus for me to get all of these many, many certifications. But um, the way I transitioned from from corporate to being an entrepreneur, it was definitely tricky. I did I did think I could do the like just leap and the the the, the parachute will show up. That I'm didn't sure. work for me. It gave me way too much anxiety. <laughs> some people can do it, and some people are like, oh, it'll the clients will come. But for me, I was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm a planner. I like I gotta yes. plan. I gotta look at it. I gotta just tiptoe exactly. into it because exactly. you also want to have that security blanket. Yes, and the and the benefits as well. The this health benefits true. are important. You know, so all of these things as well. For for me, it was I could jump out there without the parachute because I have too much to too much at risk. Yeah, I have, I have to take care of my, my, my son and my dad also I take care of. So um so for me it was more so um transitioning and for a while it was doing both. It was doing you know my corporate job and also doing my business as well on the side. And that got that got a little hectic of course but I think for me it was important the way my lifestyle is set up I needed to make sure that it was I was stable. Um, but I get so much fulfillment as an entrepreneur, as a mompreneur um, and being being able to help women just like learn that being healthy doesn't have to be complicated and also learn that um, that they're worthy because I, I work with so many women that come to me and they don't love themselves. And I, I know what that feels like. And I know what it feels like to put yourself last. I know what it feels like to think, um, you know, life is supposed to be hard. And now I know it's not, you know, now I know that life can be so fulfilling and it can be, and you can have everything that you want and you can accomplish anything that you want. You just have to have the right steps and strategies. It doesn't all just, it doesn't all just magically manifest. Um, yeah. So it's been a, it's been a struggle to just like find the balance. And I don't know, if, you know, sometimes it's, it's a little bit more unbalanced than other times, but the fulfillment that I get and the, um, and, and you help women as well doing with their wellness and, and, and their productivity. It's important. Yeah. It and it's good. important to know that not everybody's lens, we all look through different, like everyone's lens is different. And so yes. everyone's uh, concept and or idea of their healthy best is not going to look the same as somebody else. Exactly. And mm -hmm. so, you know, it's very important to understand like what works for you, mm -hmm. not like, well, she's doing it and she's doing it, but why can't I, well, then that's just not something that is made for you and you need to mm -hmm. create your own. Like no mm -hmm. one is the same, just like you said, right. Yes. Everyone is their own way. Their bodies work this differently. Like mm -hmm. some people like for me personally, nursing, I lost my, my baby weight in like six to eight weeks mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. the scale, not yeah. like physically, but I lost and back down to weight. Mm -hmm. Breastfeeding helped me lose weight. Mm -hmm. My, I had several mothers and friends that friends that were moms that were nursing and they didn't shed a pound mm -hmm. and they didn't shed a pound until they were done nursing. And then their right. body kicked into gear. And yeah. so it just all depends. And they see one person it's like, I just don't get it. Well, mm -hmm you know what? Your body is different than mine. Yeah. You're also, you know, you're six feet tall. I'm five foot yeah. one. Like we're all <laughs> yeah. different. And so what may work for one won't work for you. And yeah. it's really important to, to know what your lenses are. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, I, and that's something that I always, I always, I'm really hard on, on, on my clients. And I teach them. It's like, don't look at what anyone else is doing. Don't like, compare. You, have to, you have to put blinders on whether it's your weight loss, whether it's your business, whether it's starting something new, anything else, because it's really, really easy to be like, man, well, she's not struggling, but you don't know her struggle. You don't know. No one knows. That no we idea. only show what we want you to see. Yes. No one yes. knows what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And it's very important when looking at 
especially like social media or Pinterest or mm -hmm. all these places where we find things on the internet that yes. we're only seeing the pretty side or we're seeing the before and afters. We didn't see the struggle of that before and after and in between. We yes. don't know how many times they tried it. We don't even know if they actually tried it by itself. Maybe right. they combined it with programs. Like we mm -hmm. just don't know. And yeah. so you just have to just keep that in mind and just mm -hmm. focus on what's going to work for you and if you have to, you know, if you're a little slower than someone else, that's okay. It's okay. Go at your own pace because mm -hmm. you'll fail if you go too fast. Right. But you don't want to not start at all. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. It's that. Yeah. Yeah. So can we talk about a little about how, like, what's your, like, how long is your program? How would one want, um, to, if you, someone wants to work with you, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And how can we find you and all those fun things? Yeah, absolutely. So at the time of this recording, I'm actually launching next week. So it's probably going to not happen. <laughs> it's probably not going to be when it comes out, it'll have passed already. But I do have a, um, I do have a group program that's a 10 week program um, for, for weight loss, specifically for losing those last 15 pounds, which is my, my expertise, since that's what I ended up doing. Finally, when I stopped losing those gaining and losing the same pounds. Over yes. And over. So, um, so my expertise is losing those last 15 pounds, the 10 week program. Um, so we're starting January. So 17th. getting out of the plateau. Yes, getting out of that plateau yeah. exactly, um, and I'll I'll probably launch again once I once the ten weeks is over. But um, I when I work with private clients, it's usually for three months, um, and then we sometimes go go longer than that. Sometimes it's a six month program, depending on the the, the different goals that they have. Um, but yeah, for for me, my approach is very much holistic, right? So mind, body, and spirit, um, and it's when I'm working one on one with someone, it's also very very just like customized. It's like what are your goals and what is your time? And we put everything together and I work together on what to eat, what not to eat, and all of those things. I'm very big on strength training. I think it's the easiest yes. way to lose to lose weight and to change your physique. Not cardio. Not cardio. Not cardio. People, people always think, oh, two hours on the treadmill. Like, no, no. no. Strength training oh. because you're molding your body in composition and you're losing inches yes. and you're burning fat, but you're building muscle. It's so exactly. important to know that strength it's, training is at the key, the yes, key. It is losing absolute quote, unquote, weight. Yes, yes. It's so funny also when, when people are like, well, what about cardio? I'm like, a 10 minute cardio warm up is all you need. They're like, what? Yes. <laughs> and the strength training, they're like, I don't want to bulk. I don't want to be, you know, muscular. It's like you, you, there's ways to do that. You don't have exactly. to be like the big guy in the gym. Like you do exactly. five pound, eight pound weights activating yes. muscles, I man, that's a whole another, that's a whole another. Oh yeah. Right I, there. I, <laughs> I always tell them when they say that, cause I get that, they're like, I don't want to be all bulky. Listen, if you want, if in order to get bulky, you must really be intentional. You would have to be lifting very, very heavy weights. Carb loading. You gotta be mad. Oh man. Supplements. Like it is hard to be a bodybuilder. Don't you worry with those 10 pound weights. There's a reason bulky. why when they're done, doing the body weight competitions, like they eat a pound they of binge. pasta and yes. they binge because they have to eliminate and live off of egg whites and carrots. And it's, it's terrible. I mean, yes. it's very, very hard work to get there. So you have yes. to, you know, you have to really. Yeah. Exactly. So, so ladies, you will not bulk up. Don't you no. worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> Yes, but no, and then um, and then I can always be found on Instagram at, at it's Eva Rodriguez, and that's where I, I hang out and um, you know post my my podcast information and all of that on my Instagram feed. Um, I'm always putting my little audiograms up there. I'm trying to get a little bit more active on Instagram. It's a little. I'm, I probably need to learn from you, Heather. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a pro at it because it's just like for me, Instagram is just like oh gosh, like like every day, post every day. <laughs> and and so I'll just tell you, like you don't have to post every day. You want to post valuable information, and if that's every other day 
day, just you want to bring value as much as you can because you want them to keep coming back. Don't just post to post, maybe yeah, post in yeah. stories just to post, like to post every day. You should post in stories every day. But got if you're going to like post it. something, like don't like just willy nilly it. Like make yes. sure it's going to serve and be valuable because you want them to to come back, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes I'm like, I don't have anything to say today. <laughs> and, and that's okay. But you hear people, you know, you hear these like the gurus are like, oh, you have to post three times a day. Otherwise it's the algorithm. And I'm like, all right, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the whole, yeah, no. And you just post it. And if you want to post something and you don't have anything to say, go find an inspirational quote or a meme and go post that. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. You don't even have to, and people will at least get some inspiration out of it, or maybe they'll get a crack, you know, laugh about it. Yeah. You know, if I need a simple joke, I'll just go on like funny mom jokes, just stick one yep. up there. Cause I don't yeah. have something for the day or didn't plan accordingly, yeah. but there's always something you could do that even just shows some personality. So yeah, true. true. Right. Anyway, that's the Instagram tangent. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate you being here. We'll have all of your links in the notes. We'll also have a link to find your program in the show notes for when you do, um, launch again, uh, this yes. will episode will be launching in a few weeks. So, uh, okay. definitely you guys keep up with Eva. So then if you are interested to go check out her next one and it's been so fun yes. chatting with you, I'm so grateful that you were here and you shared all of your knowledge with the listeners. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun chatting with you and, um, and yes, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And listeners, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. And we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with follow the crumbs, to the Facebook group, or visit the chaos and cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of chaos and cookies. <laughs>